Welcome back to the Rhonda Swan Show. This is season four, and we have been bringing in guests and people that have been doing magical things in their life. It doesn't mean that their life came out magical. It means they took the experiences and things that happened to them in their life and turned them into their greatest gifts. We've been talking about frequency, intuition, bringing your higher self to the world, right? That is what we stand for, right? We just launched the book, Women Gone Wild, and we've got more of these authors that are coming forward, and it's about embracing all of this beauty that comes from you, and how can you leave a bigger impact on the world with your gifts? Well, my next guest is Michelle Beltran. She's actually from California, where I just left, well, 13 years ago, uh, but she's inspired really by her father um, because she began her first career in law enforcement inside the Air Force. She traveled to the U.S. and Far East in this line of work and often found herself thrust into situations requiring her to manage the authority she had been given. And the tactful set handling of the sensitive and stressful situations, like I can't even imagine this, Michelle, we have to talk about this. But more importantly, she dealt with human and social problems that helped her gain insightful and understanding into different people, their personalities and their problems. She lived among men and women and children who rarely had enough food to eat and they struggled to find a home, clothing, and had limited opportunity for personal and self-advancement. This was a really eye-opener for her, enriching experiences that Michelle actually believes that broadened her understanding of the economic, social, and political processes at work in these developing countries and inside the world. From experience, Michelle knows that human beings are capable of great change. During their first career as a probation officer, Michelle believes in a person Ah, it's just, it's, it's, I'm reading from my teleprompter and it's just the way it's I wish I had one of those. <laughs> Let me tell you, we just got it in October for the summit and it changed my world. Because I usually do really? everything from the top of my head and remember everything, but I don't get to really do what they want me to, right? So what someone really wants to get out and it's so much better. I'll just go from this during, yeah, thank you. During her first career as a probation officer, Michelle's belief in a person's capacity for deep, permanent changes made her commit to assist those who most need it and to find inspiration and purpose to transform their lives. While a probation officer, Michelle worked tirelessly to implement the first ever canine narcotic drug detection program at the department. The canine program was one of the five assigned to a probation department in the state of California. The opportunity to work as a narcotic drug canine handler during the same period nourished Michelle's love of the animal spirit. She cherished the relationship with her canine partner, Kilo, and is a powerful connection, untouchable by spoken words. Wow, like, Michelle, welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It's so great what to have you. Thank you so much. I'm honored to be here. Yeah, it's really great. I mean, like, reading this, I'm like, wow, this woman, like, you've done a lot of stuff. Thank you, you. I've been busy. I did, yeah, I had some momentum going from one thing to another. Just a passion for life, I guess. So, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I mean, doing some of the work, I mean, being psychic and intuitive, though, is you were in law enforcement. Like, yes, there's that's a completely different world. <laughs> How did we it go is. from law enforcement? But it seems as if you found your heart inside of law enforcement as a probation officer as well. But how did yeah. you like say yes to that world, but then, you know, leave it 
Yeah. So, um, yeah, as you mentioned, I am very inspired by my father, who was also in law enforcement. It just sort of made sense to, to do that uh, right out of high school. And um, uh, actually, not right out of high school. I was in college for a year or two before going in, but very inspired by by my father and to have the opportunity to travel the world a bit and um, just an experience that I would just, I describe that time as very magical, mm-hmm. broadening my horizons on every level, most certainly co- uh, uh, contributing to the work that I'm doing now. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things I, I feel like when um, kind of tying in the business now, I feel like clients actually really are, they sort of raise an eyebrow to that because I think we have these uh, notions that uh, someone who is intuitive or psychic is going to be in gypsy garb and have yeah, a crystal wall or something, right? Fairy, right? Well, you know, that creates, so law enforcement, um, yeah. the athletics I've been involved in, it sort of creates a normalcy. Yeah. Um, because it is normal. And we actually all have this resource to tap into, mm. right? So uh, I think that law enforcement definitely laid the groundwork even back then, I would say I was using the intuition, the psychic knowing, but more, I didn't know then, I would describe it more as a gut sense mm. when it came to choices and decision making, just a, just an internal knowing about things that I, um, I just listened to uh, really without knowing, right? Like lots of people out there today have this going on, they just don't know it and they don't know how to tap into it. Yeah. Okay. So this is really good. I I, I think we talk a, a bit about like this inner voice and that's that intuition, right? And how you're, you're guiding it. So when yeah. did you really start finding that inner voice? Because I think, I mean, I would, I would say, you know, you being in, and maybe this is part of my belief system, like you being in law enforcement, you know, yeah, you might have this inner guidance. However, now you've got these laws you have to abide by, but like you found sure. it, removed yourself from that and not really found that space. Like what, how did you start that journey? And I want to like talk about how yeah. others can start doing the same. Right. Well, interestingly for me, I actually started at a very young age. I was, um, I had just this appetite and curiosity for intuition and psychic knowing and uh, meditation and that sort of thing. And at, at, as a child, largely influenced by my mom, who was also, she's a healer and an energy worker and also uh, has gone through some psychic development and learning and so we had that influence so so as a child it was safe to talk about um esoteric things or you know otherworldly things and uh, to meditate and so so my first psychic reading was actually at nine not that i gave that i received so at that age i was already interested so it was there really young um and then i just you know I would say throughout around my 20s, late 20s or so, I just had this really uh, voracious appetite for to read and learn more about um, otherworldly concepts and metaphysical and spiritual. And, and, and then so I did that. And then shortly after that, like a lot of I'm, I'm finding in my work, many people do experience Uh, my world just sort of tumbled everything just went sort of chaos from uh, losing a job to health issues after racing a bicycle uh, drop i dropped into a real um, chronic fatigue space in my life and relationship was awry and so i found myself actually sleeping on my mom's living room floor right (laughs) and uh 
So I had one place to go and that was in. Mm-hmm. And that's when I really started learning and developing and getting some formal education and all of this and just opening that door to something that was there for a long, long time and from childhood. Um, and I think I just sort of, so I went through a few years of development and you know, we are our past. So all of everything I've done, law enforcement, athleticism, it all just sort of contributed. And I find that now it's sort of rippled into the work as well. Yeah. I mean, I think too, like we always say, we always have it inside of us, right? Everyone's got it inside of us. However, in society, it's all, it's like we've become numb to these, these powers, right? Like we are all healers. We all can literally tap in. I've been having these conversations. It seems like every show, um, those that were in like either very masculine driven, you know, careers, or they, they led their, led their life more masculine are starting to really flow more into that feminine. And they're just listening to that Mm -hmm. inner guidance. What would you say for some people like tools that they could use to tap into that? Because we say it, but how can someone like really tap into their psychic and their intuitive inner voice. Yeah. So um, I I first would recommend someone interested in, in kind of tapping into this just to take some time to brainstorm and see what's out there. There's mm. so many different modalities. Oh, there's numerology and uh, uh, remote viewing and mediumship. And well, who hasn't picked up an astrology book, right? So if you're coming into it, it's what is all this? So I would I would suggest to take some time to just sort of brainstorm or research and just get a foundation of what's out there in the metaphysical. Mm. Um, well, what about like uh, average? What about just an average person? Not even you know under like understanding it as a profession. More like how do I start listening into my yeah. inner guidance? You know. Okay, two things. I'll tell you two things. The, fir- the first is going to sound so trite, but it's so true. And it's about meditation. Um, if I had a superpower and could mm. ma- wave a magic wand, I'd teach everyone to, right? to meditate, right? Well, then what, and, what and, is it? Hold on. And it's, real quick. The Hiroshima, because you might know this. You know the Hiroshima effect? Oh, absolutely right? I do. Right? I wanted to talk about that tonight. Thank yeah. You. Okay, That's good. So so like, you just, yeah, well, if we all just meditated, the world would change. <laughs> well, and, and here's the thing with meditation that makes it so valuable is that uh, well, we we tend to just go, 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 go all day long, yeah. right? There's never a moment to just sort of not have thought going on and just quiet the mind. And when you quiet the mind, then this information can come in that that you can access that higher source and receive that. And so, and quite honestly, uh, meditation has, though we you could take a beginning person developing their ability and a very advanced one. And the beginning uh, student could be just do perform just as well if they have meditated because in meditating we have, we quiet our mind and we master the ability to quiet that left brain that's the trick that's the secret right so that that's so valuable the other thing i would say though is we have to receive this information somehow mm-hmm. and it comes through our senses sight smell taste touch sound so we have in to bring in that information and hear it we're going to use our senses in a heightened sort of way so i always recommend to get started go to a zoo go to a farmer's market go somewhere that's really sensory rich Mm. and pay attention slow down in that space observe pay attention to what not only what you see but what you feel what you hear really say hello to those senses and open them 
because that's uh, from a, a subtle space anyway, but that's how we receive this information. So mm. students coming in learning, I we do a sensory field trip. And, and that says to your subconscious, that's you saying, setting an intention saying, I want to do this. Your subconscious has to listen when you do that, by the way, no exceptions. <laughs> and, and it sort of, it begins to open up those mm -hmm. higher sensory areas in your life so that you can receive that information. Wow. Those are the two main okay, tips that, I would that, say to get really, started. This is really, really good advice. Like a sensory field trip, like yeah. literally going and feeling, the sense is, you know, it, it's obviously we, I live here in Bali, Indonesia, right? So everything is very lush and, you know, there's, there's so much greenery and the birds and, you know, so we're very appreciative of that. But how does someone, you know, like what if someone is stuck in New York City and they are like, but it, it's kind of almost the same. You just don't get the nature, nature effect, right? Yeah, same thing though. It, the, the, it doesn't matter where. Where you go, it just a zoo. It could even out be out in nature, right? Yeah. A quiet place. You're just tuning in yeah. to feeling yeah. what's underneath your feet, touching something, oh. and what's the temperature of it. Uh, noticing what's high and noticing what's low, and just on a deeper level, tuning into all those senses: sight, smell, taste, touch, sound, feel, emotion. Is it is it creating that within you when you go mm. down over in this? section versus over this section of the store or wherever it is you are right it's just a hello to those senses to get them to start working yeah i mean and everyone i tell you right now the world needs this kind of stuff michelle you know like everyone's so stuck in their screens they get stuck on you know the, the computer and they stop even just connecting and you know yeah. even more and more I'm, I'm we're starting to feel i had this conversation with one of my other guest it's like we're moving from this old earth operating system right into this new earth and the new earth is connection it's feeling it's it's much softer right in business is being done differently this is like there's shifts that are taking place in people's lives you know um you being you said that you studied quite a bit in this um this area you know you went from obviously law enforcement how did you actually find yourself from law enforcement and going in and really starting to to study deeply into you know the psychic powers intuition and what would you say is like the science actually behind that supports it because you know yeah so i um i i'll say um there's definitely science out there Sure. Right? <laughs> and I, I'm passionate about this. I teach it. It's I'm like a kid in the candy store with this. But there is an arm of it that is scientific. And those mm -hmm. experts are out there. I, I always I suggest, um, oh gosh, Inter International Remote Viewing Association, uh, Russell Targ, he wrote the book uh, ESP Reality. He's doing some wonderful research. Institute of Noetic Science. They're all out there doing research on all of this. Um, I, uh, I love this whole, this question. It actually sort of brings in that concept of skepticism. Yeah, exactly. Which I also love and <laughs> right? welcome. And yeah. so here's this, I'm a skeptic right here from the get-go, especially being in law enforcement. I was kind of like, I need to see the proof here. And so in my early learning, you know, it just, 
it, once you do it and you're in it and you feel it and you see that how it works and it happens, it's, it's kind of draw dropping. And, and, uh, so, uh, so I, I felt that experienced it early on. So I have, I have that, but, uh, also I see it in my students and the studies and such that I've done, but I, I do really appreciate that, that, uh, we've got this healthy skepticism to inspire conversation. Mm. And uh, that's the only way this is going to grow. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit, you know, I, I think the, the veil is thinning a little bit for sure. And people, it's no longer taboo, you know, to be studying or learning about this. I have clients of all walks, uh, attorneys, lawyers, doctors, military folks, uh, housewives, college students, celebrities. It, it knows no color. Everybody is curious about this. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, to answer your question, yeah, I appreciate it very much. And, and that science is out there. Maybe I can, after the show, provide some of the links to yeah, people for sure. you know, where listeners can go check all that out. But um I was a skeptic in the beginning, and I would encourage anyone coming into this to have that healthy sense of skepticism, too. And wherever they're going to learn, make sure it's credible and do their, do their research yeah. for sure. Well, I mean, I think it's, you know, it's, it's no, like you said it, was, it used to be taboo, but it's no longer, you know, oh, you know, spirit and, you know, our, our consciousness and our, our subconscious are no longer connected. Like, it, it doesn't even, it, it's like those that are unconscious might say that. You know, but now it's, 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 it's so real. And now I believe people are starting to wake up to the fact that if you're questioning creation, like how is a woman giving birth to a child? (laughs) Like, you know, these are like some of the things if you like, how do you question, right? This, this beauty, right? Where does this come from? You know, you know what I mean? Like these simple things. Absolutely. Well, clearly there's something beyond us, yeah. beyond humans, yeah. something bigger than us, right? And most people, most people have had some kind of unique experience that's unexplainable. Most people have maybe felt like they've been stared at. Uh, you know, psychic learning and ability and intuition, um, it is on a, uh, I like to define it actually as, you know, uh, pockets of genius, uh, moments of epiphanies, mm. uh, altered consciousness, where Mozart is when he is composing, right. where the artist is. When we say, oh, I knew it, you know, that's what we're talking about yeah. here. We all have access to it. It's there and it's a natural part of who we are. Um, yeah, I, I'm just delighted to see more and more people so curious about this. Yeah, I mean, my daughter, it's beautiful. You know, she brings she brings new understandings to me every day, you know, and, and she because she's very grounded and she's so tapped in. I mean, she's a star being. We you know, we already know that she chose us to come and have this planetary life. Um, and it's like you can just feel it. And, you know, it's interesting because she's also an artist. And I recall like the way she talks about when she's in her zone of art is how I was, I was a, a, an athlete as well. And I would run and I would just be, the, they, they say that runner's high where you just, you yes. just feel like you can go forever. And I know you were an athlete, right? And riding, yeah. uh, uh-huh. right? So it's, it's almost like that, like you're always in your zone, right? Yes. You know, like this I is where we find it. it. Yeah, I, and, I, and I use the very same explanation that runner's high, you know, and, you know, speaking, kind of going back to the meditation, there's all different kinds of meditation. The runner's high is one of them. Yeah. Even though I recommended that, 
it doesn't necessarily you're on that pillow chanting om you know for half an hour a day that's great if you do it and it's wonderful but there's other ways of quieting that mind and going into that space that zone yeah i love it i love it me too i mean i I, you know i get i'm pretty active person so if i'm just sitting i do get bored right and however i know how to find that meditative state in everything yeah. that I do, you know, and, and there's like three, four times a day, I just stop, clear my mind and get into that space. Um, so Michelle, how is it that you're now currently working with clients? Like what is it that you actually do with and for them? Yeah, so um, I have, um, usually it seems to be uh, clients come in for different matters, health, finances, career. The most prominent is uh, we talk about relationship. Mm. Um, uh, people are at junctures in life, mm-hmm. moving uh, to new careers, uh, moving home. Uh, maybe there's a health issue, um, but m- most often there's some sort of relationship thing going on. I, I feel like, um, uh, you know, that's kind of one of the, that's, you know, we have relationships with everything in life, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's our car, our home, our house, or it's all about relationship, whatever it is anyway. So it yeah. sort of comes down to that. Yeah. Well, you're <laughs> right. Cause we that. say a lot, like, what's your relationship with money? Like that's, you know, like it, it, for sure, you know, yeah. and how to be, yeah. How to process through that healthy. One of the things that I found really early on was that, uh, well, of course, People know, well, I have this intuitive sense or psychic sense, whatever we want to call it. And mm-hmm. um, so I found out, I realized early on that people were indeed coming in for sessions and information around that. But they also started asking questions about relationship and life and yeah. and uh, various things. I thought, well, I better be, I better get up to speed and get really ready for this. So I pursued some education and training and uh, and uh, to be able to help on that level too. So now it's kind of a mix of um, intuitive, psychic sort of information coming in, but also that life coaching, consulting, counseling mm-hmm. sort of element. I'm not a therapist or a counselor. I refer that out for sure when, when, when that needs to happen. But uh, I definitely I've noticed from the beginning, it's a combination uh, of those two. And yeah, and just, you know, I think when it's, I always say it's whatever really works for you, right? If you find someone that can help pull those things out of you, because you, I think you said it as well earlier, it's always in us. It's just someone yeah. is able to help find a way to get that through, to get that healing out or to get that awareness out. And, you know, well, I think, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Well, well, you raise raise such a good point, and I I often, so clients after the session, towards the end or later, the feedback will be, gosh, you know, I knew that, and I knew that too, and that too, and and I tell them, well, you did. (laughs) You knew it. You know, our work together a lot of times is me just sort of seeing on an intuitive level what's there Mm. and um, kind of working through that. So wonderful point. Yeah, yeah, they often I mean, do already have that inside them. And it's so empowering, right? Like to have, be able to hold that space for someone. It's so empowering to be like, okay, you've got it. I'm just yeah. kind of holding the space for you. All of a sudden, someone's like, oh, yeah, really, I can do this, you know? And I think yeah. it's really beautiful. Um, Michelle, I heard that you did write a book on psychic development yes. called, was it Take yes. the Leap? Was it called? Yes. Yeah, what, did that, what was the inspiration behind that book? Tell us a little bit about it because I want to send people there because I, I'm excited for okay. them to read it. Yeah, that was a psychic development book um, I wrote. I was being asked 
to do that. Like the feedback was, you know, when was I going to do that? Yeah. Uh, I, like, like I said, I'm just so passionate about this. I'm just, uh, you know, when you love something a whole lot, you just want everyone to do it too. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> you think they should <laughs> right? share it. So like in that light, I was like that kid in that candy store, what, you know, sharing wanted to get this out. But, you know, I think the real, the major thing behind that, and this is something that uh, two of my teachers told me, um, two separate occasions uh and, but they said to me um you know this psychic learning this intuition you know, no matter what you do with it it's not about being psychic mm. right they said to me and uh um they said it's 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 about self-actualization and 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 i remember early on i thought to myself Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because I really thought it was about, you know, the psychic visions and all this wonderful jaw dropping kinds of moments of names and dates and mm. images that were accurate. That was just something beyond me. Um, but I began to realize, you know, it really is about that. And mm. uh, they were so right. And so I wrote the book because I think deep down the, the most important thing was that it's it you know this work changes you no matter what you do with it it's uh there's a level of uh there's certainty and autonomy and a sense of knowingness about who you are and where you're going and the unknowns become safe um you know if it, it's like this on-demand sort of knowing that's very natural just tapping into that source and so i felt like you know i want that's such a beautiful thing everyone should have that right it, 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 let's learn about let's do this self-actualization thing and let's let that book be the vehicle for that so that was probably one of the most significant yeah where, where can we find that book where can, is it on amazon where can you find it oh for sure it's on amazon on my website so take the leap Barnes and noble yeah take the leap what it really means to be psychic yeah oh, i love it so i'm excited because you're also going to be an author in this book right and women gone wilds <laughs> And, um, you know, this has really become such a dear, it's like a part of my heart, it feels like, to be able to hold that yeah. space for women to tell their stories and inspire each other. Why is it that you actually said yes? Like, what did you, what did you say yes for? You know, it's an, it's an interesting thing. I've kind of, the last year and a half or so, I've kind of, I went through a lull, right? We all get there. Like, what's next? I'm sort of spinning yeah. my wheels. And I, I, I've done this a couple times in life. And I was always, um, I always said, okay, I don't really have that knowing quite yet, but I know it's coming. Yeah. And so I'm going to just let it be. And, and, but there was a sense of something big, this new tribe, like what's next. And um, I started feeling like I wanted to get the, this message out, this work out even more. I was missing being with like-minded others. I love listening to the, the the powerhouse women in this in this book and that you're interviewing and just that are out there. I love learning about their story. And I just was starting to feel like I want to rub elbows with that, I yeah. think. And so I've actually been following your work and what you're doing for quite a time. And wow. gosh, this opportunity came up and oh, that it was, I knew in a moment, yeah. like I knew in a moment and, and suddenly like the sun was shining in my world again around what's next and getting excited about yes. next events. But well, it's like, anyway, you know, it's that divine, yeah. it's that divine orchestration, right? All of a sudden it's like yes. weaving and boom and here we are well i'm i'm so honored michelle certainly to just to be here in your space to learn from you and to be a co-author in this next book i mean like this work that you do that we're now bringing out to the world it's it's so 
needed. Women deserve to feel into each other, to know that we're here to support each other, to know that we're all diverse and unique and we're here for each other. So with that, Michelle, thank you. Um, Where can everyone find you? Where's the best place they can find you? I'll also put the links around here too. Is there a specific place they can go? And do you play on Instagram? Is there, where would you, where would you send people? Yeah, I would send everyone to michellebeltran.com okay. and uh, my social medias are there. My, awesome. They can access my, I have a, a, a development, intuitive development podcast that's there or on iTunes, but Michelle Bell capsule, <laughs> if you will. And so perfect. that's where I send them. All yeah. right. Well, we'll make sure everyone knows how to find you, my dear. And hey. thank you again. Let's change the world with our gifts and... For that, I will send you on your way. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. All right. Well, guys, can you imagine, right? Tapping into that intuition, just feeling into your intuitive self, being the person that takes someone else's life to the next level just by you being you. And with our last guest, Michelle, is a beaming example of how to take that leap, how to actually tune in. Tune into your psychic self. Know that you have every answer inside of you. So thank you for all for being here. Don't forget, we are now. The next book is launching in April of 2022. But we're also taking applications now for the next book that's coming out in October. And we cannot wait to have you be part of the Women Gone Wild series. So you can fill out an application and we can talk to you about your story. All right, everyone, have a great one. Be unstoppable and stay wild. We'll see you on the next show.